Mr. Chief Justice Berger delivered the opinion of the court. Richard Lynn Reed, a minor, died intestate in Ada County, Idaho, on March 29, 1967. His adoptive parents, who had separated sometime prior to his death, are the parties to this appeal. Approximately seven months after Richard's death, his mother, appellant Sandy Reed, filed a petition to the probate court of Ada County, seeking appointment as administrator of her son's estate. Prior to the date set for a hearing on the mother's petition, appellee Cecil Reed, the father of the decedent, filed a competing petition seeking to have himself appointed administrator of the son's estate. The probate court held a joint hearing on the two petitions and thereafter ordered that letters of administration be issued to appellee Cecil Reed upon his taking the oath and filing the bond required by law. The court treated sections 15-312 and 15-314 of the Idaho Code as the controlling statutes and read those sections as compelling a preference for Cecil Reed because he was a male. Section 15-312 designates the persons who are entitled to administer the estate of one who dies intestate. In making these designations, that section lists 11 classes of persons who are so entitled and provides, in substance, that the order in which those classes are listed in the section shall be determinative of the relative rights of competing applicants for letters of administration. One of the 11 classes so enumerated is the father or mother of the person dying intestate. Under this section, then, appellant and appellee, being members of the same entitlement class, would seem to have been equally entitled to administer their son's estate. Section 1314 provides, however, that of several persons claiming and equally entitled to administer, males must be preferred to females and relatives of the whole to those of the half-blood. In issuing its order, the probate court implicitly recognized the equality of entitlement of the two applicants under Section 15-312 and noted that neither of the applicants was under any legal disability. The court ruled, however, that appellee, being a male, was to be preferred to the female appellant by reason of Section 15-314 of the Idaho Code. In stating this conclusion, the probate judge gave no indication that he had attempted to determine the relative capabilities of the competing applicants to perform the functions incident to the administration of an estate. It seems clear the probate judge considered himself bound by statute to give preference to the male candidate over the female 
each being otherwise equally entitled. Sally Reed appealed from the probate court order, and her appeal was treated by the District Court of the 4th Judicial District of Idaho as a constitutional attack on Section 15-314. In dealing with the attack, that court held that the challenged section violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment and was therefore void. The matter was ordered returned to the probate court for its determination of which of the two parties was better qualified to administer the estate. This order was never carried out, however, for Cecil Reed took a further appeal to the Idaho Supreme Court, which reversed the district court and reinstated the original order naming the father administrator of the estate. In reaching this result, the Idaho Supreme Court first dealt with the governing statutory law and held that, under Section 15-312, a father and mother are equally entitled to letters of administration, but the preference given to males by Section 15-314 is mandatory and leaves no room for the exercise of a probate court's discretion in the appointment of administrators. Having thus definitively and authoritatively interpreted the statutory provisions involved, the Idaho Supreme Court then proceeded to examine and reject Sally Reed's contention that Section 15-314 violates the Equal Protection Clause by giving a mandatory preference to males over females without regard to their individual qualifications as potential estate administrators. Sally Reed thereupon appealed for review by this court, and we noted probable jurisdiction. Having examined the record and considered the briefs and oral arguments of the parties, we have concluded that the arbitrary preference established in favor of males by Section 15-314 of the Idaho Code cannot stand in the face of the 14th Amendment's command that no state deny the equal protection of the laws to any person within its jurisdiction. Idaho does not, of course, deny letters of administration to women altogether. Indeed, under Section 15-312, a woman whose spouse dies intestate has a preference over a son, father, brother, or any other male relative of the decedent. Moreover, We can judicially notice that, in this country, presumably due to the greater longevity of women, a large proportion of estates, both intestate and under wills of decedents, are administered by surviving widows. Section 15-314 is restricted in its operation to those situations where competing applications for letters of administration have been filed by both male and female members of the same entitlement class established by Section 15-312. In such situations, 
Section 15-314 provides that different treatment be accorded to the applicants on the basis of their sex. It thus establishes a classification subject to scrutiny under the Equal Protection Clause. In applying that clause, this court has consistently recognized that the 14th Amendment does not deny to states the power to treat different classes of persons in different ways. The Equal Protection Clause of that amendment does, however, deny to states the power to legislate that different treatment be accorded to persons placed by a statute into different classes on the basis of criteria wholly unrelated to the objective of that statute. A classification must be reasonable, not arbitrary, and must rest upon some ground of difference having a fair and substantial relation to the object of the legislation, so that all persons similarly circumstanced shall be treated alike. The question presented by this case, then, is whether a difference in the sex of competing applicants for letters of administration bears a rational relationship to a state objective that is sought to be advanced by the operation of Sections 15-312 and 15-314. In upholding the latter section, the Idaho Supreme Court concluded that its objective was to eliminate one area of controversy when two or more persons equally entitled under Section 15-312 seek letters of administration and thereby present the probate court with the issue of which one should be named. The court also concluded that, where such persons are not of the same sex, the elimination of females from consideration is neither an illogical nor arbitrary method devised by the legislature to resolve an issue that would otherwise require a hearing as to the relative merits of the two or more petitioning relatives. Clearly, the objective of reducing the workload on probate courts by eliminating one class of contests is not without some legitimacy. The crucial question, however, is whether Section 15-314 advances that objective in a matter consistent with the command of the Equal Protection Clause. We hold that it does not. To give a mandatory preference to members of either sex over members of the other, merely to accomplish the elimination of hearings on the merit, is to make the very kind of arbitrary legislative choice forbidden by the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. And whatever may be said as to the positive values of avoiding intrafamily controversy, the choice in this context may not lawfully be mandated solely on the basis of sex. We note, finally, that if Section 15-314 is viewed merely as a modifying appendage to Section 15-312 and as aimed at the same objective, its constitutionality is not thereby saved. The objective of Section 15-312 clearly is to establish degrees of entitlement of various classes of persons in accordance with their varying degrees and kinds of relationship to the intestate. 
regardless of their sex, persons within any one of the enumerated classes of that section are similarly situated with respect to that objective by providing dissimilar treatment for men and women who are thus similarly situated, the challenged section violates the Equal Protection Clause. The judgment of the Idaho Supreme Court is reversed and the case remanded for further proceedings not inconsistent with this opinion. Reversed and Remanded In her petition, Sally Reed alleged that her son's estate, consisting of a few items of personal property and a small savings account, had an aggregate value of less than $1,000. Section 15-312 provides as follows. Administration of the estate of a person dying intestate must be granted to some one or more of the persons hereinafter mentioned and they are respectively entitled thereto in the following order. 1. The surviving husband or wife of some competent person whom he or she may request to have appointed. 2. The children. 3. The father or mother. 4. The brothers. 5. The sisters. 6. The grandchildren. 7. The next of kin entitled to share the distribution of the estate. 8. Any of the kindred. 9. The public administrator. 10. The creditors of such person at the time of death. 11. Any person legally competent. If the decedent was a member of a partnership at the time of his decease, the surviving partner must in no case be appointed administrator of his estate. The court also held that the statute violated Article I, Section 1 of the Idaho Constitution. We note that Section 15-312, set out in Number 2, appears to give a superior entitlement to brothers of an intestate, Class 4, than is given to sisters, Class 5. The parties now before the court are not affected by the operation of Section 15-312 in this respect. However, an appellant has made no challenge to that section. We further note that on March 12, 1971, the Idaho legislature adopted the Uniform Probate Code, effective July 1, 1972. On that date, Sections 15-312 and 15-314 of the present code will then be effectively repealed. And there is, in the new legislation, no mandatory preferences for males over females as administrators of a state. We've come to the end of the opinion. Until next episode, Thanks for listening to what SCOTUS wrote us.